Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Pastor Bob, to tell it like it is radio show, good to have you with us tonight. And uh, I'm out of breath. I had to run upstairs, run back down. And uh, it's a good thing I don't do TV because they could see how fat I was. But anyway, good to be with you tonight. And we had a great church service today. Wonderful church service. Um, we 
if, well, if you're tuning in for the first time, Pastor Bob Simons, the New Life Pentecostal Church, Dickinson, North Dakota. We're broadcasting live tonight on KDIX AM radio. This March 26th, Sunday. And, and then I know some of you are listening online. Uh, some of you are listening through Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2 or KDIX.net. So, um, glad to have you all on board, but had a tremendous service. Uh, we have an evangelist with us that did a really good job. And just the, our worship team uh, led us into the presence of God. People responded. Uh, we had visitors there and, and visitors that haven't been there for a while. So we are excited about uh, what God is doing. I mean, our whole church is excited. Just a tremendous service, tremendous preacher. Uh, I'm just going to give you a heads up on what's going on this week in our Dickinson area. We have a special speaker, uh, Brother Dale Jones from the Minneapolis area. He's speaking, uh, he's speaking, of course, at our church today. He's going to be with me on the radio here in a few minutes. He's Monday night down in Bowman on 18 North Main. We're having a special service Monday night in Bowman. That's not their normal church service night. And so we're going to have a special service Monday night in Bowman, Tuesday night in Beach at the uh, Beach Church, the House of Prayer there next to the Family Dollar. So if you're out in that area, come. Wednesday night, he'll be here speaking at our church, 501 Elks Drive in Dickinson. So we've got him scheduled for several services. And I'm looking forward to this radio broadcast. He's sitting here in the studio with me. I'm going to just give a shout out to some of the people that are listening. We've got, uh, wow, all kinds of people. We've got, um, let's see, let's, I'm, I'm missing some here too. Brother Johnson's listening, Brother Griffith, uh, Brother Fuller's listening, Brother Blackshire is listening, um, the uh, Brother Luna, Paul Luna's listening from Wapaton, Sister Brett's up in Kildare. Uh, we've got uh, Yvonne and Marin listening tonight. We've got Tim in North Carolina, Lori in, in South Hart. So we've got all kinds. Tracy is listening tonight. She said we are listening. That means half the half of the county where Medora's at is listening then. So if Tracy and her family are listening. So anyway, we've got uh, we've got a lot of people listening. We've got Brother Dale Jones in the studio tonight, and, and he did. We we're, we're he and I are kind of both. Just uh, reveling, or I don't know if reveling is the right word, in, in a great church service today. Both of us felt like there was victory there. There was uh, people that uh, had um, maybe some victories in their life in church, so we were excited about that. Brother Jones, welcome to the studio, and uh, go ahead and just start introducing your topic. Tell us a little bit about who you are, just in case they don't know. Hey, thank you, Brother Bob Simons. Uh, what an honor and a privilege to be with you today. We have been friends for like, I don't know, 45 years. How long have we been friends? Yeah, it's been 40, must be 40. It's it's all of 40 years. I know yeah, that. at least, yeah. well, let's yeah. say I've been married 43, and that was our first year of marriage when we moved to so North 42 Dakota. Years, but yeah. 42 years. Yeah. So, okay. both, so we both came in the church about the same time. And and uh, we came in for the, both the same reason. We were both involved in drugs and yeah. alcohol, and we both had primarily the same miracle yeah i mean you told your testimony over the radio right and i told my testimony well several several weeks ago months ago now but we came in asking god for help and here we got full of drugs and alcohol i was uh, i was intoxicated had drugs in my my life and god spoke to me in an audible voice said get up and leave and i did a very similar background as far as that go but we came from different cultures 
And I came from a broken family, and you came from a family that that gave you pretty positive influence. And man, what a what a great family that was. I know your mom and dad, and uh, they're great people. They're great people. So I'm going to talk about tonight. I'm going to talk about the preacher in your life. Uh, by the way, we did have a wonderful service. I I just was overwhelmed what God has done. Um, it didn't start out that way. How many years you've been uh, preaching this gospel? It's been, um, see, I, I started probably, it's been about 38 years, probably. 38 years. Yeah, I just like received a certificate from headquarters uh, about two weeks ago that I had a 35 anniversary oh, okay. of being licensed with UPC. Oh, okay. I, so, but I've been preaching, what, about the same time you did. In fact, you left Bismarck the same time I did, or right after I did. You went to Dickinson here, and as you left, I went to Park Rapids to start a church. So That's we right. really have a lot of things in common. We were talking about service. What a wonderful service. You know, in these last days, God is doing a great work, and today was no exception. There was signs and wonders operating in that service, miracles, a brand new people. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you what, I was so excited. I just came alive. How can you not come alive in a service like that? Right, right. That was so wonderful. And it's because of a preacher. Now, if you are thinking about coming to church, you need to stop thinking about it and just do it. Listen to this preacher. Uh, you know, when you got a, a church that is alive, it's a wonderful drive. It is. it is not a hard thing to come to church. So pack up your families, get to this church. It is thriving. It's alive. And the reason why is because Pastor Bob Simons and his family had a burden to come here and he preached this gospel to empty chairs and now it's filling up. What you must have had about 125, 30 people in church today or even more. And, uh, you know what? I remember when you first started, what was that? At a motel lobby somewhere? Was that must have been, what, 37 years ago? 33 years ago? And I remember that. In fact, there was a few people that reminded me that they were there that day. And I'm amazed throughout just 33 years what God has done. And I, I just looked this morning. What an awesome miracle that is. And you know why that is? Because of a preacher. And today, I am convinced today, without a shadow of doubt, I am so convinced today that somebody in this broadcast tonight has been listening to Pastor Bob and the simplicity of the gospel for many, many years, and you have been thinking so hard about it. I am convinced tonight you're going to make a decision. He said, this preacher is right. And you need a preacher in your life. You need the man of God. And so I just want to compliment Pastor Bob Simon. What a great thing you are doing. Uh, what, what made you start this radio program? You know, I, I guess sometimes I, you know, or if for you that are listening outside of our area, Dickinson is predominantly a Catholic city. A lot of people don't even know what Pentecostal means. Yeah, no, no. And a lot of fine, I'm not throwing stones at the Catholics here. A lot of fine people here but uh, four giant Catholic churches when we moved here to town. And I just wanted to get on the a local AM station and just kind of let people know who we were, what we were doing, and make sure to get the Acts 238 message out uh, to people so that they, they would understand why we moved to town. And really, that's the reason we moved to town, uh, really was because of the Acts 238 message where Peter said, repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We still believe that's what it takes to be saved today. Just like um, Peter 
preached on the day of Pentecost over 2,000 years ago. So I'd hardly go through a radio broadcast without saying that that's our mission. That's the reason we moved here. Of course, there's a lot more to it than that. We've got a wonderful church. But uh, at the time we moved here, I didn't know if anybody was preaching that message. No, no, so. I, there, there wasn't that I know of. And and uh, I am so excited about, and by the way, I, I just want to compliment you, Pastor Bob. I mean, you are like, I've never heard, I, well, let me just back up. I mean, yeah, he's, he's never, he's, he's not expecting this. So he's trusting me. And uh, he never expected I'm going to talk about this, but nobody's really. And I could, I can push the. Yeah, he can push that. Way. I knew he could do that. I knew you were going to say that. He can push the mute button. He's going to give me a big hit. I'm not going to get out of the studio uh-huh. tonight if he keeps going on here. No, that's not why he did it. No, 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 no. But you know, there, there, you have listened to this man for probably 33 years. Some of you, some of you, brand new tuning in, you are listening to the voice of God that's bringing a message. To your confused world. Now you say, I'm not confused. Well, you don't have all the answers. But God has the answers. And God uses a preacher to bring forth uh, a message called salvation. And that is the Acts chapter, Acts 2.38. And it's very simple as one, two, three. I remember you preached that not too long ago. And you make this thing so simple, Pastor Bob, that, that it even confines, it confounds the wise and I'm just totally amazed how well that you take the scriptures and bring the simplicity to help people along the way and give them a roadmap and an answer to, to life. It, it just, thank you for doing that. And I want this, this radio audience to recognize that without this man, I don't know where you would be right now. You need to make a decision tonight. Let me read you in Romans and and this is what prompted some uh, this this thought, this message that God brought for me. I'm going to read to you, or brought, wants to bring to this radio uh, audience. I'm going to read out of Romans chapter uh, 10. Now, this is a letter already that to written to an established church that is in Rome. And you can read about that in the book of Acts. But here's what Paul, Paul's the writer. He says, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God. For Israel, that they might be saved. This is the heartbeat of this man every Sunday night to bring forth a message to you tonight, and tonight's no exception, that you might be saved. He prays his desire. He, he doesn't come to this radio program to make you mad or get you upset, even though some of the things that, that he would have to say, he says it in. Because he loves, he wants salvation. Is that correct? You don't wake up in the morning to make somebody mad, do you? No, no. No, here's what, I'm going to continue what, what Paul writes, and I'm just going to drop down a little bit to uh, verse 9. And here's what he says in verse 9. I'm just trying to condense things here. And he says this, and he's, he's talking to Israel, and he said, my Israel, this is my prayer for you. He said this, if you shall confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus Christ, and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. What a message. What a hope. And you've heard this through this radio program before. And then he continues with this. He says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confess- confession is made unto salvation. 
For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. We talked about uh, the, the city of shame this morning. And you don't want to live in the city of shame. And God has given us an escape, a route to get out of that city. It's time to just get up and make a decision based on what the preacher has preached in your life for the last several years. It's time to move. It's time to get up. Come to church. This church is alive. And what this preacher has preached is your salvation. I'm convinced of that. There is no doubt. He would not be sitting every Sunday night, amen, by himself in a studio, in a basement of a studio with a microphone, not seeing anybody and preaching this message. Is the reason why, because he believes that there's hope for you tonight. We need a preacher in our lives. Amen. And so here's, it continues to write, For the scripture of says, Whoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between the Jew nor the Greek. And what Paul was saying, he said, It doesn't matter where you came from. This message is for everyone. It doesn't matter if you speak English. It doesn't matter if you speak Spanish, if you're from an African country. It doesn't matter what religion that you have been brought up. This gospel works for everyone that whosoever call upon his name. It's simple. And then he continues to write that whosoever call upon his name shall be saved. Now watch this. This is the key. In verse 14. How then shall we call upon him whom we have not believed? And how shall they, shall they believe in whom they have not heard? And you're hearing it tonight. And how shall they hear without a preacher? You need this preacher in your life. You need him in this world of confusion. And it's coming to an end. And if there's anybody, anytime we need a preacher is now. I want to just thank you. I want to take the time out and thank you for what you do every Sunday night. Thank you, Pastor. Well, thank you. I, I um, wasn't expecting all this, but good to have Brother Jones in the studio. A lot of people texting. Good to have um, all of you that are part of the program tonight. Again, this is Pastor Bob with the Tell It Like It Is radio show, New Life Pentecostal Church, Dickinson, North Dakota. We'll be right back. We're going to play a song that uh, always reminds me of my pastor, Pastor David Walters.
Kill the preacher in a man of God. Kill the Preacher and the Man of God. That's an old Lance Appleton song that never made it. It was a um, a deal on a CD, I think, that he never really produced. But it's true, you can't kill the preacher because he's going to keep on preaching even after you cut his head off. Pastor Bob, the Tell Like It Is show. Uh, no, Brother Blackshear, I did not send you kisses and hugs, so you can relax. I don't know who sent you those, but it wasn't me. We, um, we've got... Uh, People texting, let's see, our team that went down to New England said they had 14 ladies in the New England women's prison tonight. And um, um, Brother um, brother Pat Cazeza said he was so excited to hear Brother Jones was coming to preach. 
Our church loves you. They really like you. When, in fact, I, I don't know if this has ever happened. I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I got, we have Brother Jones coming, and they all broke out in cheers. And I didn't know if I was going to get control of the place, you know, but it, it wasn't quite that bad. But but anyway, he's saying nice things about me, so I'm going to do that. But thank you for all the texts. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. 701-290-7862. Hey, so I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and I know well, first of all, let me just settle something. He doesn't know I'm doing this. Um, maybe this might be my last time on the radio program. But uh, I really feel very strongly impressed to talk about the preacher. But I specifically want to talk about the preacher that you hear day in and day out. Uh, you mean day in and day out? I only hear him Sunday night. You hear his voice after Sunday night. That voice is still speaking to you the next day and the day after. That word never dies. And I, 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 Pastor Bob doesn't know I'm, I, I was intending to do this, but I'm going to ask him a couple questions because this man is my hero. And the things that he does just totally amazes me. And, and uh, I just want to just give him honor and, and just thank him. So I'm going to ask him a couple more questions. You can cut me off and you can take this thing over if you want. You'll probably never have me come back here again. But Pastor Bob, so what, what, why, why, why did you get into the why Why are you a preacher? Why did you do this? Well, you know, when we originally, my wife and I got into the church, uh, we originally started realizing our family didn't know anything about this. So I, I got a Bible study chart, and I started teaching our family. Uh, one of the Bible, our first Bible study was with my parents and Lori's parents. And then during the same week, we taught a Bible study to all of Lori, Lori's siblings. And, and also a couple of my friends that came to the Bible study. So, and I didn't know anything about the Bible. Very, very difficult. You know, I was brand new. I didn't know anything. And then I just, um, really the, my calling into ministry was different than many people. I didn't hear the voice or anything, but I just started doing it. And, uh, and, and then different things that my pastor, Pastor Walters said, I'd like you to teach the youth class. Well, I was so nervous. I, I thought these kids all know more about the Bible than I do. And I didn't realize some of the kids there had not applied themselves to the scripture, didn't know anything about it. Which was to- amazed you, didn't yeah, it? It, it did. was shocking, yeah, wasn't it? Was. I mean, I, they raised up in the church yeah, and they don't know. Assume, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that was so yeah. startling. Yeah. And of course, some, some of the kids there that we had a few kids that really did were really hungry for God. But then, um, then he asked me to be the youth leader, then uh, the assistant pastor. And then one day my pastor said something about, have you considered getting a minister's license? And I said, Pastor Walters, Having a minister's license isn't going to make me a minister. And he said, well, I realize that, Bob, but he said the direction you're going, you know, like he said, maybe someday you'll want to be a pastor, you'll want to perform weddings, uh, different things, you know. And, and I said, oh, okay, I never really thought about that. So that's when I got a min- started going into the ministry technically, but, of course, the ministry was starting long before then. And, and even as a pastor, I see people that are in ministry, and uh, and I know they're in ministry. You know, we have a man that just is uh, becoming the pastor of the Jamestown Church. And my wife and I re- recognized a long time ago, before he was ever a licensed minister, that he was Yeah, you've seen it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, right. Yeah. Just because of his love for people. Right. Yeah. And that I, you hit the key there. There's, if you heard anything in this few moments what Pastor Bob was talking about, the key thing is that this love. You, you have a love for the people, and I sense that. I mean, and this community senses it. Now, I know that there's some in listening here. You probably got a little upset over the preacher, 
a few times, and that that's all right. You can be, but, and the reason why is because you never heard a message like this before. But don't kill the preacher. And Israel did that in the history of Israel. And uh, God raised up men, um, Jeremiah, the prophets, and they were preachers in the street. And the Bible says that one day they found that there was no truth left in the street. And you decided, didn't you? You decided that you're going to bring truth to the streets here, Dickinson. And something supernatural called you to do that. I mean, it wasn't like you just sensed it, that we got to bring truth to the streets. Mm-hmm. And I, if you did not realize this, uh, Dickinson, and those that are hearing tonight, this man and his wife, when he came here 30-some, three years ago, all of a sudden the chaos in these streets started to to listen to the preaching of the word of God. And God began to do things supernatural. And you are starting to sense this now in Dickinson. I see. I've been preaching here for that, that long. Mm-hmm. I mean, off and on. You've, you had me come. And I've seen some phenomenal things. But I have not sensed the things that I sense today in this service. I sense a miraculous, divine move of God like nothing else. There's miracles. Mm-hmm. And those that are listening... Uh, tonight, you've heard the voice of this man many years, and it's time now for you to make a decision. Uh, so you, uh, you you got this through teaching Bible studies, and, and why did you want to teach a Bible study? I mean, why would you do that? Well, and, and there again, you know, when I saw, one of the things, what you know, there are people listening, the wide spectrum here, we have people that are Pentecostal people listening too. And they need to hear this. Across the nation. Absolutely. Sometimes you get thinking that people don't want this. And uh, I don't believe that because I wanted this and I knew nothing about it. Absolutely. I was so worldly. Yeah. I, uh, I was on athletic scholarships to school. I had this beautiful girlfriend. I was, um, like you would have never thought I, I was lonely or sad or anything. And when I heard this gospel message, it shocked me now at this time, my wife, because I, I was not spiritual even in a little bit. And, and from a, a guy that didn't ever want to, my wife was Catholic, grew up going to church all the time. Didn't want to. I mean, she marries this guy, hates church, doesn't want to go to church. I go to a Pentecostal church, visit it one time, and I've never quit. Like I, I fell in love with it. So my idea is that if you don't love this, it's because you haven't heard it yet. Sure. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. I and that and, and that goes for everybody. You know, if you're a homosexual out there and you hear me preach against it, well, I'm just going to tell you this: if you're a homosexual out there and you hear this message, you're going to fall in love with it, <laughs> and God's going to help you get out of that mess. You know, so they're, they're, you know, I'm, I'm one of these people that really believe that the only reason most people don't fall in love with the gospel is because they haven't really heard it yet. Correct. And that's yeah. why we're, that's what we're doing. Right now, my dream for this program tonight even is that somebody would be driving through the streets of Dickinson on their way home from Walmart or a restaurant, just accidentally tune into this and you're hooked, you know, and you're thinking this is, we had a guy in church today, um, Brand new guy there. He several times he yelled out, uh, uh, two times specifically. He yelled at the top of his lungs. Yeah. I mean, he just didn't quietly say yeah. anything. No, and he was excited, and he, he came up to the altar and wept and prayed. And he told me, he said, "This is exactly what I'm looking for." And I'm like, "That's exactly who I was 44 years ago when I came into this. That's exa- I was the exact. I walked in. I'm like, I don't know who you people are, but I want this. So the idea that why did I start teaching Bible study? I just assume people like. Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't they want it? Yeah, and I, right. You know what? That's and and actually, my background was very similar. 
In fact, I knew nothing about God when I came in. I, I just like you, I, I didn't even know his name. But I knew God spoke to me and he sobered me up. I walked out of a bar room and talked. When I walked into the bar room, I was high and I was so intoxicated that, that they wouldn't even serve me alcohol. Hmm. And Pastor Bob, this is the miraculous thing. I didn't have a preacher in my life and it bothers me that I did not have a preacher in my life years earlier to, to tell me this gospel, how to get out of the mess. It wasn't alcohol and drugs that I was bothered. It was the life of rejection and loneliness and pain and sorrow of my past and, and shame. And that's why I was doing alcohol and drugs. I was trying to cover it up. And that's why you're doing it tonight, not you. The listeners here, if you're involved, you're not doing that. That's That's been gone 40, what, 44 years ago. Yeah. Oh, I have never, ever desired to have a drop of alcohol or anything. Yeah. But what kept me was the preacher. Sure. I needed that yeah. preacher. And I did not stop. I go, oh, man, I got God. You know what I did? I threw my, my drugs away when I walked out of that bar. I was sober. I threw my drugs away and I went looking. I went looking for the preacher. Those that are listening tonight, you don't have to look for the preacher. The preacher has been preaching to you every Sunday night. You are privileged every night to hear the truth. It's time. Now, here's what the Bible says about the preacher. And I'm going to ask Pastor Bob a few more questions here, but let me read to you again out of Again, out of chapter 10 of Revelations. Now, I told you, uh, how, how are you going to call upon um, him if you don't, you don't believe? And how shall you believe if, in whom that you have not heard? And, and then how shall they hear without a preacher? I mean, how, can you, how are you going to hear to be saved without a preacher? You can't. The Bible says you cannot. And how shall they preach except they be sent? And Pastor Bob was sent here to Dickinson. So you can hear the preacher. And as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach this gospel of peace. Now, some, sometimes people get upset with the preacher, but I want you to know that preacher is bringing peace to your life. He's trying to get the, the chaos out of your life through the preached word of God to bring forth peace. You cannot have peace until the chaos leaves. And that's why God made a way where we're buried with him in the waters of baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says we go down with him. In Romans, we're buried with him. And we're risen with him in the newness of life. All things have passed away. All things become new. So your chaos, when you're baptized in Jesus' name and go down in the water, your chaos is gone. And what fills that is peace. You know that today because the preacher preached it. Thank God for the preacher. Oh, I'm excited about I'm glad a preacher came to my life. Now, I listen to your program every Sunday night. You know why? I need the preacher. And um, I, my wife and I, we, she, here, here's what we do. Sunday night, it's about, well, at our, our time is 9 o'clock. It's about 8 o'clock. She goes, he's almost on. Well, it's, we got 60 minutes before you come on. We're sitting there with our phone ready to log on the Holy Ghost radio or the app because we're ready to hear the preacher because you make sense to me, Pastor Bob. You make sense. I just love it. And uh, I need this preacher in my life. No. Well, why do you need a preacher? You're a preacher. No. This preacher needs a preacher. Thank you for preaching to me. 
thanks. And I hear again, I'm not going to get my head out of the studio. The uh, Brother Jones say nice things. But I will say this, that over the years I've had people tell me my preaching is too simple. And I, you know, and I just, and I'm, well, sometimes I want to tell those people, well, you're not getting it because, yeah. So yeah, we good. Anyway, hey, I'll, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is show, let's just play this little number and we'll get right back. Let's see how this goes. Bob to tell it like his radio show. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. Brother Blackshire, who I, people tease me that I mispronounce his name and call him Blackshire. Anyway, Brother Blackshire said that he's, us two, has got him fired up. So that, 
about about time he gets fired up. That's my intention yeah. to get somebody moving, get somebody shaking. I mean, I am so glad I have a preacher in my life. Let me just tell you a story. So I'm pastoring now, not not now, but I've been I'm evangelizing. But I I've been pastoring this church oh probably now for about thirteen years. My preacher came to me one day. And he's the man of God that came into my life from the very beginning. He pastored the Apostolic Gospel Church in Duluth, Minnesota. Pastor James Merrick, I owe my life to this man. Uh, there's two things that I, that comes to mind about this great man that he's done for me. And I'm going to tell you the first thing. This is what the preacher did. Now, I'm 20-some years old. I just came out of the world. I had I had done everything. I had not, um, what, what, how should I put it? I did not have any authority in my life since I was 15 years old. I was my own man. So 20 years old, I knew everything, right? And now I'm in the church. I got the Holy Ghost, got baptized in Jesus' name, got my sins washed away. And I, and the reason why I knew how to do that, guess what? Is because of the preacher. Wow. I mean, without him, I, I just don't know. No, you got, you got to put this together, Pastor Bob. You know, you know. God did a miracle, a miraculous thing. He took drugs and alcohol away from him. He did a miracle. That wasn't enough, though. I needed the preacher to tell me salvation. And he, and he was so convincing, I believed it. And it was like, okay, we'll do it. So here's what he did. So now it's been about a year I'm in the church. I, I'm wet behind the ears. I have no idea how to even act. And... and um, Man, but I was so happy. I mean, you could not see. I'm still happy, as you know. I am excited about what God's doing. And so I now I, I I fell in love. God speaks to me and tells me this is the girl. And He actually did this. He told me, "This call call Susan up." I says, "I don't I don't need a relationship. I got you. That's all I want." He says, "No, no. I got I got somebody for you. Call her up." I call her up on the phone. I mean, it took like two hours to convince the caller. That's my wife now. I call her up and I says, well, you know, uh, I don't know. I think God wants me to take you out for dinner. Well, she didn't believe that. I, it took two hours to convince her, honey. She, I know she's like, I love you, man. What a, what a wonderful thing that God's done. I'm glad that I convinced you to go out with me because from that time we knew we were meant for each other. Well, okay. So she lives a long ways from me and I took her home and it was real late at night. I was hungry and I stopped at this, this little, Restaurant, it's about 12 o'clock. I'm used to being out 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning all the time, right? It's 12 o'clock, and somebody sees me that's from the church. Now, I didn't know him very well, and I didn't think he was really in the church, but he kind of, he wasn't really in the church. And he tells Brother Merrick something. Now, here's how I knew this. So Sunday, this is Saturday night, Sunday morning, Brother Merrick, my pastor, I'm 20 years old, 21, he calls me in the office. And he says, uh, somebody just told me that you've been out pretty late last night. And I go, yeah. He goes, why, why were you out so late? Well, that startled me. Nobody has asked me that question. And, and he was serious. Yeah. And I was only about three, four feet away from him that, and, and he's staring at me and he's a big guy and, and he's my holy man. And, and now something kind of like something in the old kind of rose up in me. And I looked at him and the compassion on his face. Wow. 
it changed everything, Pastor Bob. And he says to me, he says, nobody needs to be out that late. Huh. And they go, okay, yes, sir. And when I walked away, tears running down my face. I said, this man loves me, my preacher. He told me I couldn't be out past midnight, but I loved it. <laughs> and that, that's what the preacher did for him because he preached the beautiful are the seat of the preacher that preached this gospel to me. Yeah. Why wouldn't I listen to this man? I loved him the more. I didn't fight up against that. Somebody that has been living and going to church, somebody needs to hear this, right? I'm going to just stop for a moment. Sometimes your preacher has to tell you something. Don't get mad at him. Somebody's been fighting against the preacher. Your pastor, please, this man loves you. Do not resist it. Love him. He's doing the greatest thing that you will ever need. He, it, the beautiful are the feet of that preacher. So the next thing, so now years later, I'm pastoring now. And I'm in my 50s. I'm not 20. And I'm pastoring a church. I've been pastoring this church down in Minneapolis for maybe 10 years. So I invite him to preach more than once. But he's preaching. And he came up to me after the service. And he grabbed me by la, my lapel. And I go, oh. But it wasn't a light thing. It wasn't like a brush. He grabbed the hold of me and he put his, and he, he grabbed, grabbed my lapel in his fist and he looked at me and said, if I ever hear you preach any other gospel than what you're preaching. And he stared me down. He said, I'm going to be up at your doorstep. And he stared at me and I just melted. I go, thank you. Do that. Would you please? And I even loved him the more. That's, that's, that's the preacher. That's how I look at the preacher. You need the preacher. Now, let me continue to read something in Romans. This is so cool. So, Romans, I, and again, I'm going to reiterate verse 15. It says, now, and how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace, number one. You have to understand that. And bring glad tidings and good things. This preacher brings Good things into your life. Oh, we ought to thank God for the preacher. And verse 16 says this, but they have not all obeyed this gospel. And that's a tragedy. It hurts. When I, I know this morning that there were some people that just kind of turned away from that message and it hurt. Not because, because I did not, uh, was not eloquent enough. They knew, but they resisted. What God was trying, the good things, the good things, the preacher brings good things to your life. And it may, you think it costs you something, but no, he just gets, it takes chaos out of your life and he brings peace in you. Why wouldn't you want that? Why would you want to live in chaos? Now, catch this, but all of them didn't believe this gospel. For Isaiah says, um, Lord, who have believed our report? It was the question. And then the answer is this. For then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In verse 18, I want to focus on this. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily. Their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. Despite, Pastor Bob, how many people have not responded to this gospel, 
those words still go out to the end of the earth. You may have heard something maybe last year what this preacher had said, but it still resonates in your soul and your spirit. That's how powerful the words of the preacher is. It will change your life. So tonight, listeners, don't kill the preacher. Listen to the preacher. This preacher will put together the words that he says, what he preaches, will put together your marriage, will, will take away your pornography, your loneliness. It will take away your anger. It will fill anger with peace. It will turn your mourning into joy. How can that happen? Because the word that comes through the preacher is anointed, and the word has a power. When you put the words of truth together by the, a, a godly called preacher that lives righteous, which this man does, I know him very well, you put those things together, and the Spirit of God moves forth. That word penetrates every dark corridor of your life. That's why the preacher is so powerful. It's not the man, but it's the preacher that's in the man with the word of God. Thank God, Pastor Bob, for the preacher. You know, we um, I was thinking while you were t- talking how Cornelius was praying and an angel came to see him and when Peter got there, he told Peter, he said, uh, an angel told me that I should send for you and you would give us words. And that's what Peter did. He gave him gave words. Gave him words. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but whether you will, those words to work, you're going to have to do them. You know, I, some of these things he's talking about are little, I didn't know this was his topic, and of course, but I, some of these are difficult to talk about when you are the pastor, because it sounds like you're telling people, listen to me. That's what it I am. Like. Yeah. I am telling people, I know, listen tell, to you. But it's hard. It's kind of like voting your own pay raise, right? Senator, right. You know. But I, I'm like in my mind, I'm thinking. Uh, I was trying to think while he was talking about, do I know anybody that has successfully lived for God long term that doesn't have spiritual leadership in their in their lives? I know we got Brother Griffith texting us Hebrew thirteen seventeen. Obey them which have the rule over you in the Lord. They watch for your souls. They do watch. And and I so. I've told people, and I've told people even recently, that if for some reason I can't be your pastor, if for whatever reason that is, you still need one. You know, you you need to be, you need to have a pastor. You need to have leadership in your life. It's scriptural. Um, you, I have charismatic friends out there that you know are just going around and and maybe going to groups where you just you know listen to somebody read a scripture or somebody uh, share a song or. Somebody have a testimony, those type of things. Those are wonderful things to do, but you still need to have spiritual authority in your life. Somebody, you know, I was, I told a man one time years ago, I used to do this and I kind of got away from it. Um, when people would miss church, I'd give them a call, say, Hey, I missed you in church or text them, you know. Well, this man, I, I did this. He was not, not coming for very long. He told somebody, he said, when that text came in, I knew I was in the right church. Wow. He said, because Powerful. somebody actually cared Powerful. that I didn't show up and didn't call. Right. Somebody actually actually cared, you know, like, are you okay or struggling spiritually or whatever? I thought, right. that's, that's neat. You that know, is neat. That I, that's, a, that's a hard thing for a preacher because, you know, when I was pastoring, I, you you notice the people that are not there. Yeah. I mean, and it, it burdens them. And I, I need to know. I mean, there's something within the preacher, the pastor. I need to know, is there something wrong? Are you in trouble? Well, you know, and you, you're thinking of all these things and you almost want to just drop everything that you have and drive to their house to help them because you know that 
they need to be here. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. I know okay. time is running out, but so what is the greatest reward of being the preacher, a pastor, Pastor Bob? Well, I know if I know that like the Matherns are listening. Hey, shout out to the Matherns and all their kids. Um, people like the Matherns, for instance. You know that that um, they just they're just good people. They um, they love their pastor. I mean, they're not going to follow me into false doctrine. You know what I mean? They love the truth, but but they um, they listen to their pastor. They follow their pastor. And what's neat about it is in in our church, the, the church I pastor. They know this, and I say it all the time, but don't buy me anything for pastor's appreciation. Don't get me anything for my birthday. Uh, don't get me anything for Christmas. If you really want to get me something, just do what I preach. Oh, wow. That's I all love I want. that. That's all I want. I love that. I don't, I, that's the only present because when I watch, you know, I had a guy here a few years ago. He texted me, and he said, uh, I don't agree with your stand on drinking, but he said, as long as we go to your church, I told my wife, we're not going to be doing any of that anymore. Wow. Because our pastor, but then he said this. He said, but when I get to heaven and Jesus serves that wine, I'm going to drink that. <laughs> and I told him, I'll be drinking that too. I yeah. said, whatever, whatever Jesus does, serves, right. I'm drinking that. Yeah, because everything in heaven is going to be right. Yeah, it'll be way, good yeah. then. Right. But anyway, I thought, you know, isn't that neat? Even, he, even though you disagree with your pastor, he was willing to trust me enough well, to say, okay. Yeah, and that, that's, what, that's what's called submission. Yeah. Uh, you know, you need to submit yourself to your elders. Submission to your elders and submitting to your authority is not uh, when you agree with them, is when you have trouble agreeing. And that's called submission. It's easy to submit when you agree to everything. But listen, listen, you're not going to agree with everything. No, no. No, and we're all right with that. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely all right. So we only have a few minutes here. Pastor Bob, and you can say the last few words here, but I, I just want to reiterate here. There's two things I want to reiterate. Number one, those who have been listening to this radio program for many, many years that's in this community and have uh, trying to decide, should I go to that church, should I not go to that church, please, please trust me tonight. Do yourself a favor. Do your family a favor. Get the church Sunday or, or, or Wednesday, you're going to give out the time. Get to church. Taste and see how good God is, and you'll never be the same. You wanting to do that. You know you do. You want to do that. I'm convinced you do. Please get there. The second thing is, those that have been listening for years that have been in the church, please, please, please listen to your preacher. Your preacher is the lifeline for your family. Thank you, Pastor Simon. I call him Pastor Simon. You've been my best friend for 33 years. We, I love you. I think you're the greatest. Man, I, I am so excited to be here. And what an honor to preach in the church. Amen. That you have um, been preaching in for years. Thank you so much, listening family. Love you. Get to church. When you have a lively church, it is not hard. to. It's a wonderful drive to get there. Amen. God bless you. Yeah, thank you, Brother Jones. I'm going to have him come back in just a minute and pray for our listening audience before we close out tonight. Or if I, I want to just say it again. I said it to start with. If you want to find out where our church is, if you want to know about it, I'm going to tell you right now. This number that I've been giving out, 701-290-7862, this is uh, my cell phone number, Pastor Bob Simons. So you can write it down, get a hold of me. We'll try to help you in any way we can. 
our next service is, well, this week we're having special services. So Monday night, uh, Brother Jones will be preaching in Bowman, 18 North Main, 730 Mountain Time. Uh, that's about, if you're not familiar with the area, that's about 75 miles to the southwest of here. Tuesday night in Beach, that's 60 miles to the west, straight west on Interstate 94. He'll be preaching at the uh, House of Prayer Church, uh, Pastor Joe Hostetler, and that fine group of people there. And they're going to he's going to be there 7.30 on uh, Tuesday night. That's right next to the Family Dollar. Wednesday night back here in Dickinson, 501 Elks Drive. Sunday mornings we have uh, service at 10 o'clock, Sunday school, 11 o'clock, our worship service. Uh, I was so encouraged today by our service. The people just started coming in and uh, visitors, like I say, not only new visitors, but people that are just uh, still trying to make up their mind what they want to do, but they were there today. We have uh, on, on Friday mornings, we have a, a men's Bible study at 6 a.m. at McDonald's. So um, usually everybody shows up about 5, 10 after 6. So if you show up at 6 and uh, you don't know what's going on, you look for some guys with Bibles and to go sit with them. And they'll, you'll be a part of that. That's, we're going to, we're going to make that no women allowed. It's just, just men. I know if a, watch it, watch it. Yeah, if a woman was in McDonald's and wanted to join us, we'd let her, but it's a men's Bible study and we, we all sit there and complain about women. That's what we know. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, we don't. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Pastor Jones, before I play the last song, we do have people texting the Stoldarfs are listening. Um, good to have you guys listening. Why don't you just go ahead and pray for our listening audience before I play this last song. Okay, thank you again. Heavenly Father, thank you for the listening audience today. Thank you for the words that has gone forth through this man, the preacher. Thank you for Pastor Bob. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. I pray for miracles into the homes of every listener. I pray for a supernatural experience. I pray, O oh God, that somebody tonight will be filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. I pray for healing. I speak faith into your lives right now. I speak peace. I speak, Lord, that you would bring families back together. I pray for the power of your spirit to manifest. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Brother Jones. Glad to have you. You've been on the show many, many times over the year. Years uh, next Sunday night, Lord willing, eight oh six Mountain Time. We'll be back for another Tell It Like It Is radio show. God bless. Well, old Buddha was a man, and I'm sure that he meant well. But I pray for his disciples, lest they wind up in hell. And I'm sure that old Mohammed thought he knew the way. But it won't be Hare Krishna, we stand before on the judgment day. No, it won't be old Buddha, that's sitting on the throne. And it won't be old Mohammed. That's calling us home And there won't be Hare Krishna That plays that trumpet too And we're going to see the sun of heaven Well, I don't hate anybody So please don't 
There really is a message in this simple song. You see, there's only one way, Jesus, if eternal life is your goal. And meditation of the mind, it won't save your soul. No, it won't be your Buddha that's sitting on the throne. And it won't be your Muhammad. That's calling us home And it won't be Hare Krishna That plays that trumpet too And we're going to see the sun Not there Well you can call yourself a Baptist And not be born again A Presbyterian or a Methodist And still die in your sin Shout and dance, you jump a few. But if you hate your brother, you won't be one of the chosen few. Cause it won't be a Baptist that's sitting on the throne, a Presbyterian or a Methodist that's calling us home. And you won't be a charismatic that plays a trumpet too. Let's all just live for Jesus Because he's coming back real soon Oh, it won't be old Buddha That's sitting on the throne And it won't be old Muhammad That's calling us home And it won't be Hare Krishna That plays that trumpet too And we're going to see the sun Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.